disrespectful, disrespectful. Had no reason to be so disrespectful, disrespectful. To the league MVP, don't be disrespectful, disrespectful. You should blame this on me. When I'm wrong, I'm right. And he proved it tonight. That's number one. You drive me nuts. You're talking junk. Must be on drugs. Number two, take notes. I'm about to educate you. What? That's impossible. I said zip it. Enough is enough. Number two, stop. I told you what LeBron's going to do. Disrespect. The whole premise of this segment is to just kind of go over some current events or you know just miscellaneous things that are happening right now in in, uh, in our current world and seeing how it goes um this is very closely related to the out of bounds just because we're not going to be censored I, and again it's facts over feelings um i guess over the past week or so we've been having a lot of uh it's been pretty interesting in the news you had a florida apartment building or actually in miami half of a building uh collapsed and um i guess they've confirmed five dead and uh there's still like 126 people missing the um there was images of uh bunk beds in the on literally on the edge of like being taken down with the part that was um of the building that came down I know a lot of times we say shit like fuck them kids and whatnot. It's all fun and games until, you know, shit happens. You know, uh, you know, people like to joke around. <laughs> people like to joke around, you know, some shit like, oh, let's clear out the womb, coat hanger type of bullshit. Imagine uh, waking up at 1.30 in the morning and finding out that half of your shit is gone. You know, um, Mr. Carl Nassib, uh, Nassib, actually gay NFL player. Now, if you guys remember back in, uh, man, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I want to say like 2014, 2015, when uh, Michael Sam was coming out of the NFL draft, he came out as being openly gay, even from, uh, from Missouri. So coming into the draft, people already knew about his sexuality. And again, I know it's a, it's a, it's a subject people don't really like to speak on and i really don't think it should be important like if, if you're good at what you do who cares what your sexuality is or your nationality like none of that shit should matter but i, I think this is actually a pretty good fucking player um i believe he played with the cleveland browns um that, i think that's where he started his career then he played for the tampa bay buccaneers and now he's with the um in las vegas now, I will say this. When I first found out about him coming out as gay, my first reaction was, he plays for the Raiders. Makes sense. <laughs> you know, <'cause laughs> anyways, but um, yeah, but uh, he, he's a captain for the Raiders, if I'm not mistaken. Look, um, you know, we shouldn't give a fuck what his sexuality is. I think I, I, I think people are so far gone, up, like off the deep end right now when it comes to race and sexuality and that's all people think about nowadays you know they don't really focus on someone's um you know talent trait there was actually uh willie cologne of the pittsburgh this was when he was well after he retired he went on a podcast and he was saying that um uh, when he was on the steelers so when he was at the steelers um well after obviously after he retired he made an he did an interview saying that when he was with the Steelers, that was actually a pretty good player on this team that everybody knew he was gay, but nobody gave a fuck, you know? And if you if you pinpoint 
His last year with the Steelers was 2012. So that was well before uh, Michael Sam uh, came into the league. So I, so that kind of just tells you, like, are we surprised that Nassib being a good defensive end that he's gay? Because now it seems that nobody, you know, nobody cares like they did. We saying now that as long as you're good at what you do, it doesn't matter what your sexuality is. I mean, I thought we were in the day and age where it doesn't matter what the fuck you did or who the fuck you were. Like, you can be whatever the fuck you want to be. And look, this is coming from a person that I'm very conservative when it comes to a lot of issues right now in the world. Whatever the fuck you want to be, dude, just do it. You know, whatever the fuck you choose to identify as, you know, go for that as well. There's going to be there's going to be people that will respect it. There's going to be people that won't. That's just the way the world turns. You can't you can't expect everybody to be, you know, all on one side, because let's be honest, if everyone is like mind, the world will be boring. And I know it sounds fucked up, but come on, like you're you're never going to find someone you 100 percent agree with on every aspect of life. It just it is what it is, you know, like be who you are. Um, You know, now that we're on the subject of pride and whatnot, talk about. I know I, sh- I shit a lot on, on the WNBA that they should lower the rim and whatnot, and I made jokes about it. I mean, no malicious intent with that. In New Zealand, there's a transgender weightlifting, or I'm sorry, a transgender weightlifter in uh in their Olympic team for New Zealand that is uh, actually competing for the uh, women. So the reason why this is pretty big news is because so her being transgender now her identifying as a woman she was actually able to get on the team and they actually had to bump one of you know one of their own women like biological women out of the sport and so now laurel hubbard will be going to the uh, tokyo olympics this summer she's also known as a first transgender olympian so look i get it you want uh, look i fully support it however Here's where we kind of are crossing into lines that are a little bit troublesome. This type of shit only happens in women's sport. You don't really see a biological woman get identified as a man and come into a man's sport. You know, I know they have something like that in the UFC where I can't remember the fighter's name and I'll, I'll try to bring it up. But the reason why this is so troublesome is because we fight so much for wanting women's sports to be um, looked at in the same light as men's sports. You know, we have a women's national team for the United States that, you know, look, if we're going to be honest, they've had more success than the men's team by far. Now, granted, you can say that, oh, women's competition is not as good as men's. Um, But hey, to let transgender men become women and then them competing in a women's sport and you take someone's spot on a national team for the olympics what are we saying now are we saying that women don't matter anymore in sports because like imagine that what if she goes on to the olympics and breaks records you see where i'm going with this You'll be having men come into women's sports and breaking women's records. I'm not with it. You should 
make it clear that it should be women's and men's categories. If you want to make an Olympic that is for transgender, by all means, go ahead and do it. Because I think that would be more than fair. But you can't expect a biological woman to outperform a biological man who now identifies as a woman. You see what I'm saying? So if you're okay with that, so then don't be complaining about, you know, equality in sports. You know, there's a reason why WNBA players don't get paid as much as NBA players. And same for the uh, for women's soccer. They've had more success. But truth be told, a lot of people don't even go watch those fucking games or those um, World Cups. Maybe just the finals, they get sold out. But other than that, dude, like you don't hear people ever saying, oh, I look forward to the women's World Cup more than the men's World Cup. You know, as, as soon as as soon as the final whistle as soon as the final whistle for the current World Cup ends, we're already looking forward to the next World Cup, which is four years away. Like, we've been waiting for the 2022 Men's World Cup, which is going to be in November 2022. So, you know, we're very invested right now in, in, in men's soccer, whether it be Euros or CONCACAF, Comet Bowl. I don't know when the fuck to say no, like... You can't bend the fucking knee to every single request and every outcry that's out there. Because what's going to happen is women are going to get fucked every single time. And we're going to end up in the same fucking place that we're at. Why are women being disrespected in sports? This is why. I want to back up women in sports. But when you have women saying, oh, you know, it's okay for trans people to come into our sport and, you know, take over then I can't be on your side anymore. Because how can you... How can you fight for that and then be mad when when a woman gets bumped off the team? But uh, this past week, we had a voting day for New York to uh, New York City to um, kind of get a clear vision of who's going to be the next mayor. And um, New Yang had a shit ton of momentum even since the 2020 uh, presidential campaign that he had a lot of people don't agree with his policies i don't really care for the guy i think he's full of shit uh, when we're talking about andrew yang like um you would have thought that his pr team would have been a little bit better at executing a mayoral race with the presidential race you would think hmm maybe since it's a smaller race maybe we'd be a little bit more fucking smart about it you know which to me is mind-boggling. Like he was with Ben Shapiro, he did a, a a podcast with Ben Shapiro, but then I think he was asked to do uh, the Flagrant Two podcast, and they had actually just finished doing a interview with Jordan Peterson. His PR team was saying that, you know, we feel that after Jordan Peterson was on, it kind of gives us a bad light, so we're not gonna do that podcast. And they were warned, you know, like you can't if you're going to run for mayor of New York, you cannot not go on the, on New York's New York City's biggest podcast, which is flagrant Two by far. They're the biggest podcast on Patreon and they're the biggest podcast in New York City. The whole campaign was just very, very pussy like very. They weren't as aggressive as they should have been. Um, Andrew Yang now has a lot of time on his hands. I, I don't see how his political career recovers from this i really don't 
because what's next like you lost the presidential campaign or nomination and now you can't even get a, a, a mayoral nomination and so with that being said it looks like the clear front runner is uh mr eric adams who used to be a, a republican up until the year t uh nypd captain and he has identified as a democrat ever since the year 2000 so what does that mean it means that uh, New York will finally probably be back to how it used to be when Giuliani was mayor. I know Giuliani is a Republican and Adams identifies as a Democrat. But if you look at all of Eric Adams's um his agenda, he wants to make sure that violence is cut down tremendously in the city, which, you know, has been going up quite a lot. I think it's good. You know, New York was one of the bigger cities in the country probably if not the main city in the country that took the biggest hit because of you know who runs the fucking city and their fucking governor but i think it's good i think it's good that um eric adams steps in um i i'm kind of 50 50 on his policies i do like that he used to be a former cop i think that will bring in a lot of no more slaps on the wrist pretty much for these fucking thugs that do bullshit in new york whether you're a local or you're a fucking tourist you need to come the fuck down all right you don't go you don't go and visit someone else's city and do some fucking bullshit. Or, or if, if you're not working every single fucking day, you don't go and, you know, fuck around and fuck somebody else's property up. All right. It's time to fucking settle the fuck down. I support Eric Adams. Um, other people support him because he's black. Um, I support him because I like his fucking policies. I don't care about the color of his skin. It's time that New York comes back the fuck up. I'm not from New York. I love visiting New York. I'm from L.A. I wish. In LA, we had something like that. However, our mayor, Eric Garcetti, is full of shit. Our DA, Gascon, is full of shit as well. Our crime rate's going up. We need some fucking change. Our homelessness is through the fucking roof as well. I'm sorry I'm cussing so much, but it's just fucking sad seeing so much homeless in a fucking city that gives the school district a $11 billion budget and gives the police, uh, the police, um, budget uh, 12 billion dollars for a budget and you still have teachers over here coming out of pocket for some fucking costs for their kids it makes no fucking sense this shit is fucking beyond redundant let's fix this bullshit so now that we got that out the way um eric adams 2021 uh yeah all right lockdown started i want to say like late march 2020 we're stepping into july it's been what 16 months now what do i miss more about the lockdown you know i was actually asked this by um by my girlfriend uh, last night she asked me you know what is one of the things that you miss pre-lockdown and i said being able to go places without a fucking mask on you know, but my favorite part about lockdown last year was that um, for the first couple of months, people were in their house, scared as fuck. I took precaution, but I was never scared to that degree. I looked more at the science behind it than actually what was being said on TV. And when you start looking at the numbers of the coronavirus, you see that most of the people that passed away had underlying conditions or they were elderly. So regardless if you're anti-masker or anti-vaxxer it's time to go back to living life with a little bit of more norm uh, normalcy thankfully so far right now most businesses haven't been uh, requiring 
proof of vaccination call it but you, you just got to raise a lot of questions you know um or if you already did but it's as in like why the fuck is this vaccine so pushed you know like how the fuck were they able to come up with a vaccine less than a year that the virus broke out in the majority of the world i know some people are going to say oh well you know you can trace it as far back as november of 2019 to some parts of china and okay if you want to take it that far back okay that's fine but how the fuck do you come up with a vaccine 16 months um less than 16 months after it came out like a lot of shit doesn't make sense and these are the type of questions that people don't want to ask because they're scared of being judged about oh why are you questioning you know the doctors and the science and shit it's like do you know what happened to the last group of people that did not question a certain um person who was giving out information like people that only listen to one person and their bullshit that's borderline communism and they don't want you to question them for a reason. And I get it. I get it. You're a lot of you are going to call me a fucking um, crazy nut job or a f- fucking conspiracy theorist. But <laughs> look around you. Most of these quote unquote conspiracies that people like me sp- have been saying all along have actually been proven right. You know, you can trace it as far back as Trump telling the whole world that Fauci was a fraud and that this shit was started in a Chinese lab. Pretty much every conservative that you can think about, like Candace Owen, Stephen Crowder, Ben Shapiro, the Hodge twins, Bryson Gray. They've been telling you for a long fucking time since it started, since the virus started, that this shit is man made in Wuhan lab. What is so hard to not saying they have to believe it, but why is it so fucking hard to do your own research? Because you heard it on the news. So because you heard it on the news, it must be true because they do not bullshit anyone. So then where do we go from here? Because as it is now, the country has been divided more now. So, I mean, one can argue that it's divided more now than it, it probably ever was. Like, yeah, you can talk about, like, the civil rights movement and, you know, when there was slavery around and stuff. Okay, I get it. But think about this. During the pandemic, if you were someone who would mask up or even double mask and you saw someone in the street or in public that was not wearing their mask, what is your first thought of them? And you can be honest with yourself. You would probably think that they're anti-masker, that they're right-wing, Republican, Trump supporter, blah, 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 blah. Even now, if you tell someone, no, I'm not going to get the vaccine, whether you are of white descent or of color, people will think you're a white supremacist and that you support Trump because you do not want to get vaccinated. I do not. I've only ever gotten the flu shot once in my life, and that was maybe when I was 15. You can call me anti-vaxxer all you want, dog. Like, 
I'm not going to bend the knee for what I believe in. If this coronavirus was really that serious and they already have a vaccine for it, okay, that's cool. Make it available for everyone that is eligible to get it. Have enough to go around and just say, hey, fuck it. We have some ready if you want to get vaccinated. If you if you, if you want to get the vaccine, you're more than welcome to get it. If you do not want to get it, then don't get it. But we don't need the government cramming this bullshit down our throats. We don't. How the fuck are you going to offer? How the, like, how the fuck is the government going to team up with Krispy Kreme? And offer free donuts for a year for people that show proof of vaccination. How does that make any fucking sense? So you're telling me that I can get free donuts that are bad for my health. If I have a vaccine for a virus that only kills 98.9% of people infected. And that 1.1% are people who already have underlining conditions what the fuck you see how it doesn't make sense it's like you telling me one plus one equals three that's fucking retarded dog and again i don't care if you get offended by me using the word retarded i don't give a fuck about all that i really don't but yeah you know it looks like as soon as joe biden got in office you know, it seems like the fucking COVID um, virus decided to, you know, take a little dirt nap, you know, be like, eh, Sleepy Joe's in office. Who gives a fuck? We already got Trump out anyway. So, you know, what ifs? All right, and, uh, and along with the virus going away, we have uh, heat waves up the ass. We have soaring gas prices, which, oh, my gosh, the last time we had $5 gas was when Obama was in office. Go fucking figure. We had Sean King on the news. Uh, aka talco max aka martin luther cream aka um uh sean rose you know that type of bullshit well we had him on the news because um he was actually i guess he called up tamir rice's uh, mom tamir rice is a a 12 year old from baltimore who um i believe he got shot to death by the police for having a i think a fake gun or something along the like a toy gun if i'm not mistaken um maria no samaria rice um she accused sean uh crispy cream uh king um of being an imposter and raising money after her son's uh death without her permission which again I've been saying this for years now. Sean King is a white man. He's not he's not a black man, dude. Like he puts up this front and he brings up these old pictures from his quote-unquote childhood to make it seem like he's black. He his his favorite cover-up is that his dad was light-skinned. Like dude, if your dad is black, just say that he's black and, you know, if your mom is white, then she's white, dude. Like it doesn't take a fucking rocket scientist to figure out that you came out light-skinned. If that is the case, but it's not. But Sean King has always been the type um, to profit off of um, vulnerable people of color, you know. And 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 look, if we're being honest, yeah, you could I could criticize them all I want, but Sean King has done more. He has done more for people of color than I will probably ever do. 
and I'm being honest. But I just would not lie to the people that I'm supporting, you know, quote unquote supporting. And so Tamir Rice's mom came out and she, you know, um, so this is her 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 actual quotes. Right. So um, Samari Rice, Tamir Rice's mom, she she had this to say, quote, and I quote. Why do you think it is so important to tell folks we had a conversation? Well, we talked and everything that was said was very toxic and uncomfortable for me to hear that you raised additional money and then say you did not want to bother me. Personally, I don't know how you sleep at night. I'm not sure when she told Sean King to not talk about her son or to profit off of his name. But it looks like they've had more than one conversation before. You know, and, and it is it's good to see people like like uh, Samari Rice actually stand up and, you know, tell the world like, hey, like, stop fucking with my, you know, st- stop fucking with my family just to make a quick buck. You know, he actually accused the white. Um, sorry, Sean King of being a white man acting black, which is true. It's very true. You know, there was. um. There was this uh, interview from um, that uh, Malcolm X did back in, I think, like 1963, if I'm not mistaken. I'll try and pull it up right here and kind of like give a little bit of um, a little bit of context. But the same thing that the same the very same thing that Malcolm X warned us about back in that time is what's happening now. You know, he tells you or he's telling the world to, you know, just be wary and uh, look out for the white man who seems to be very very on it when it comes to defending those of color because they don't typically have the best interests in mind you know so it's very interesting that uh, even back then Malcolm X warned us about this type of bullshit so i'm going to i'm i'm going to look for it right now and, and i'll put it there are many whites who are trying to solve the problem but you never see them going under the label of liberals. That, that white person that you see calling himself a liberal is the most dangerous thing in the entire Western Hemisphere. He's the most deceitful. He's like a fox. And a fox is, almost, is always more dangerous in the forest than the wolf. You can see the wolf coming. You know what he's up to. But the fox will fool you. He comes at you with his mouth shaped in such a way that even though you see his teeth, you think he's smiling and taking for a friend. Of what Malcolm X warned us about. You know, like the white liberal and, you know, the white social matters. But I do find myself that most people who really are good hearted, they have some sort of uh, faith or belief in um, in a God, whether that be Christianity, Catholic, uh, Judaism, um, Hindu, you know, whatever their God is. They tend to be a little bit more responsive when it comes to showing compassion and caring and real feelings. Look, you could sit on your ass all day and still be <laughs> you could sit all day on your ass and still blame fucking uh, the system for your inept uh, ability to get the fuck up and do some shit about it. That's always how it's going to be. That's why that's why you you have people not wanting to go to work right now because they still see that check coming in from unemployment. It's supposed to end in September, but I'm pretty sure they're going to extend that shit to the end of the year, if I'm not mistaken. It's just beneficial for the Democrats to do that. And again, I don't want to get so political, but 
focus so much on politics, but the way we live every day is political. You saw that the last 16 months we've been living life is because of politics. California, New York, Illinois, were pretty much all the blue states were closed down most of that time. Then you had states like Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia also actually, you know, they've pretty much never closed and their numbers didn't get any worse than California. Now, one can argue, oh, well, you know, there's more people in California. Okay. But the way they work, the percentages is by, you know, per, you know, based off of the average of population and per capita. I just don't, I just don't understand why people miss that. If, If someone goes out to a bar without any mask on or whatever, and they take that risk, you get infected. Oh, wait, that's California's fault because, you know, they stayed open. No, 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 motherfucker. That's your fault for being that fucking stupid. You know, if you're going to go out and have a good time, don't be fucking crying about what, what comes after that. This whole COVID thing was a fucking like it was an eye opener for people who never believed in it and people who did believe in it. Even now, people who do believe in it, they've, they're they fully vaxxed and they're still going to be wearing a mask for the foreseeable future. I mean, I don't know if you guys ever pay any attention, but if you ever go through an airport, people who are of Asian or Chinese descent, they, for the most part, have all, they always wear a mask regardless if there's a uh, virus or not. You know, so it's just having personal hygiene uh, choices. I don't. I don't think you should, whether there was a virus or not, I don't think it's cool for you to stand literally behind someone at the fucking line at Starbucks when they're ordering. People don't respect the personal space. Like, I just don't get it. Like, unless, unless if you know that person and you've, and you, and you're at that spot with that person, why the fuck are you like so close to someone? I just don't get it. Like, it really took this whole pandemic for people to be more cautious of their hygiene and their cleanliness. You know, and with that being said, I know I got a little I, I got I got a little off topic with the whole Sean King thing. Even last year, he tr- in 2020, he tried to get fucking uh, white Jesus canceled because apparently it was too racist. I don't know if Sean King knows this. I don't know if Martin Luther Cream knows this, but every culture has their own image, uh, like their whole their own image of their own Jesus. You have Korean Jesus, black Jesus that they use in countries like You know, like Zimbabwe, Somalia, you know, African countries. Then you have the traditional white Jesus Jesus with Christians and Catholic youth. Jesus Christ was born in Nazareth, which is a.k.a. Palestine. You know, he fucking he looked more like um, like DJ Khaled than Jared Leto. Like, I don't get it. How Like, no one is saying that Jesus was white. Jesus was a fucking Jew. And. He looked more like Arab Jew than a fucking white Christian Jesus Christ. Like, are you really that dumb to like really say some bullshit like that? And, and it's what I don't get. Like, he says shit like this and everybody fucking follows along. And yeah, they don't tend, they don't want to fucking fact check this fucking idiot. That's what I don't get. That's why I feel like sometimes I feel the world, the world is so lost in its own. Because people don't bother to do their own due diligence. I can like someone who's an activist and still disagree with them if I find that a lot of their shit is, you know, bullshit. So with that being said, um, I'm just going to wrap this one up. 
uh this was a little special session of facts over feelings um thank you for giving me a little bit of your time today you know it is what it is and it ain't what it's not in the words of the great ben shapiro and i quote facts don't give a fuck about your feelings bruh peace i'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody the double champ does what the f he wants